Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub. We are presented by the Hawks... About to say we're presented by the Hawks Beat. No, we're not presented by the Hawks Beat. We're presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. And uh, thank you for checking us out. Thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to hear what we had to say. If this is your first time in, welcome, welcome, welcome. Take off your shoes, relax your feet. This is a podcast dedicated to the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, we're going to push through it. We're going to push through it. The Hawks finished a six-game road trip. Uh, game literally just finished like maybe 20 minutes ago. So this is fresh. This is fresh. Um, we're going to talk about the loss to the Clippers tonight. Well, actually this afternoon. Uh, Hawks fall to the Clippers. Uh, what was the final score? I didn't even take a look at the final. Let me pull up the... The little box score here. One oh no, that's the Laker game. Oh my gosh. No, we don't want to relive that. <laughs> 106 to 93. Uh, I guess if you wanted to look at uh, a silver lining, at least they didn't give up 130 points. I don't know. I don't know. Um yeah, just a, a lot to go over tonight. A lot of it's gonna be redactory. A lot of it's going to be the same things that we've been talking about. Over and over and over again. And I apologize if my podcasts are starting to sound the same. Because the Hawks are playing the exact same every game. Every game. It is the same thing. And you just wonder, like, it's got to eventually change, right? Like, it's things have got to change, right? I don't know. It's just... It's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. But Hawks lose 106 to 93. Before we get into that, we're going to get into uh, the typical flow of the podcast. If you guys have, have been listening to the podcast, we're going to talk about the game, 
talk about uh, some of the numbers and, and things that we saw while watching the game. Uh, last segment, we're going to hear what you guys have to say. Some of the fans, a lot of the fans are just kind of burnt out. Like they're burnt out. You know what I mean? At this point, I saw a lot of tweets where Hawks fans were just like, you know what, man? If you got to make a move, make a move. You know what I'm saying? If you got to shake it up, shake it up. They're tired. They're tired. They want a different product on the court. On the court. And uh, don't blame them. So between the Hawks games and <laughs> right now the, the Falcons are even losing 24 to 6. So it's just, if you're an Atlanta Hawks and the Falcons fan, it's not a good moment right now. Not a good moment right now. But we're going to push through it. Um, Hawks Beat Podcast. Make sure you connect with us on our social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Stop what you're doing right now. Find us. Give us a follow. Give us a like. We very much appreciate it. Also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Wherever you find your podcast, subscribe. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. Let us know what you love about the show, what you like to see different. Just make sure you leave us those five stars. <laughs> we greatly appreciate it. So we're going to take a quick little break. On the other side, we're going to get into this game, and uh, we'll take a look at some of the nuts and bolts and see if we can make any sense of what happened. You're listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Let's get into it, man. I, I promise I'm just going to rip this Band-Aid off. We're going to jump into it. Uh, coming into the game, man, just a few pregame notes. The Hawks were uh, actually the, the Clippers were favored by four, uh, according to Vegas. And uh, Hawks haven't been doing a good job against the spread as of late. So if you were looking to make some money, you know, you probably could have could have made a little change. But um, going into this game, it was reported that Clint Capella was going to be out with a sore ankle. Of course, uh, Big O was going to get the start. Neko Okongu. So it was going to be interesting to see how he was going to play. Um, of course, he's not Clint Capella, but he does offer some advantages with, you know, while he's out there and the type of player that he is. Um, Chris Gent talked a little bit about the um, transition defense before tonight's game. I wanted to read a quote. Uh, and of course, Chris Gent was coaching tonight with Lloyd. Um, who? <laughs> I almost said Lloyd Pierce with uh, Nate McMillan being out uh, with protocols, still getting over COVID. But uh, I want to pull up a tweet and uh, read it um, from Sarah Spencer. Uh, this is Chris Jen just talking about the defense before tonight's game. And um, so let me pull that up for you. Here we go. He said, if you look at our defense by the numbers, it's the transition that has really hurt us. It's the quality of attempts that teams have against us in transition. It's not like the teams are always running out on us. It's that they get to the rim. So the emphasis today is to protect the rim. We have to get back. We have to protect the basket and make people make more passes in the half court. Because our half court defense by league standards has been... Well, we're just average. So we need to keep the people in the half court. That is always our emphasis going into games. But we have to show improvement in that area for sure. I will say this. The Hawks defense, their defensive effort, I thought it was better tonight. Like as a whole, 
I thought it was better, especially in that first half. I saw guys hustling. I saw guys contesting shots. I saw guys talking a little bit more, but it still wasn't enough, right? Like, it wasn't enough. Like, you probably went to, like, you probably got up to average with tonight's effort, right? Like, that's how much <laughs> that's how much room of improvement that you had. Like, you probably just got up to average with that effort. And yeah, it was good. It was better, but, like, you know, you didn't win. So, um yeah, and another thing. So you had a, a starting lineup of Trey, Bogey, Kev, JC, and Okongwu. TLC swapped out, and uh, a lot of people got the risk of him not starting, which <laughs> which comes to my point. It's like it doesn't really matter. I mean, it, like it matters, but like it doesn't really matter. Okay, he started last night. He didn't start tonight. They both caught L's. You know what I mean? So it was, it's just a, a much to do about nothing, really. Uh, I thought Kev played a decent game. I thought all the guys played pretty decent. You just didn't play good enough to win. You're like, you're not playing winning basketball. You're not playing winning basketball. I thought out the gate, I thought they played really well. 11-5 for that first T.O. hit. And I was like, okay, these guys came to play. Because I'm going to tell you something. Typically on a back-to-back that is the hardest game to play. I'm not a back-to-back. I'm sorry. The last game in a road trip, that is the hardest game to play because guys are tired and they just want to go home. <laughs> they just want to go home, bro. Like, they just want to get on our plane and go home. This is the sixth game of the road trip. Guys are ready, bro. They're ready to go home. So... Um, Hawks come out the gate firing all cylinders. I'm like, okay. Then, like, toward the end of the half, I don't know exactly what minute marker it was. Clippers start to get themselves together and they end the quarter on a 19 to 6 run. That's problematic. <laughs> That's problematic, you know, because you, you built up all this good wealth. You know what I'm saying? You built up all this good wealth. And you just kind of let it go by the wayside, right? You just let it go by the wayside. Like, the the offense kind of stagged a little bit. Clippers kind of found their rhythm. And it was just like, man, like, you know. However, all was not not for loss, right? So, yeah, they they, they lose the first quarter 31 to 23. And the way they started, it was like, man, how do you end up with only 23 points? Because they really they really came out the gun, out the gate, shooting in all cylinders, right? Shooting all cylinders. But um, the way they ended the quarter was just terrible. I thought they ended the way, the way they ended several of these quarters were, were pretty much the difference in the ball game. So tonight's shining star was Amir Coffey. Uh, Amir Coffey, yeah, I, know what you're, I know what you're saying. Who the hell is Amir Coffey? He was the guy lighting up the Hawks in the first quarter with 10 points, 4-4 shooting, knocks down two threes, and uh, it's more of the same, man. More of the same. You know, you let Anthony Simons go off in the Portland game. In the Laker game, it was Malik Monk and A.V. Bradley. Like, what are the things that these guys have in common? They're all guards. And they all doing work on y'all. You know what I mean? Like, they doing work. And y'all can't stop them. And y'all letting these average people beat them. 
And uh, I mean, I, 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 I see the fans frustration. I see the fans frustration and it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I can see why fans are just like, yo, just make a move. Just make a move, Travis. Do what you got to do because what you what you have been doing is not working. And furthermore, it's not only not working, you just keep on doing the same thing. So the second quarter, second quarter picks up and Clippers start to pull away a little bit, but um once the Hawks, uh, Trey and Bogey and those guys check back in, they're able to get the lead down to four. The thing started getting muddy when the Hawks started making substitutions. Um, this is no surprise, but the Hawks are very good when Trey is on the court. And they're very bad when he's not on the court. Um, Bogey was looking good early, looking really good early. But unfortunately, second half of the game only made two buckets, you know. You got to find a way to sustain this effort, sustain these uh, aggression, you know, over the four quarters. And the Hawks just didn't do that. I thought second quarter was probably their best quarter that they played. Um, you win the quarter 30 to 28 and you go into half only down by six. I thought that was a plus for them. Like you're only down by six. You're on the road. And your thing is this. When you're on the road, you want to just kind of keep them within arm's length and so you want to give yourself a chance in the fourth quarter to me i thought the third quarter was the most pivotal quarter of them all usually that's when you make a move and usually that's when trey kind of goes off that's the quarter when they usually let trey play the whole quarter didn't happen didn't happen at all hawks hit a thud they scored 20 points in the quarter um the clippers they didn't do much better but they scored 27 so uh, their intensity started to pick up a little bit. Trey Young couldn't get going. Bogey starts to cool off a little bit. Um, Trey Young, Young had six points in the quarter, six points and two assists. And nobody got going for the Hawks. They were eight of 20 for it from the for, uh They were eight of 20 from the field and 0 of 5 from three. 20 points, that's not going to make a move. Like, that's not going to make a move at all in that third quarter. So... Now you're in a bad situation. Furthermore, you they played in the third quarter pretty decent, so it wasn't all bad. You're kind of just kind of trading barbs with them a little bit, but the last two minutes was horrible. It was terrible. Uh, the Clips went on up to like a 13-point lead, and now you're down 13. Trey has played the whole quarter, and guess what you got to do the beginning of the fourth quarter? rest tray you got to rest tray and again this is where a lot of the the conflict has uh a lot of the fans have been upset about i even sent out some tweets about listen i understand you got to give trey a blow but y'all are waiting too long to get him back in there like he didn't come back until the under like the seven i think seven and a half minutes now, the Hawks did a good job of not giving up a worse lead. Like, they were down 13 to begin of the quarter. When Trey comes in, they're down 14. Now, it would have been nice for them to eat into the lead, but at least when he did, when he came back in, they weren't down by, like, 20 or 25. Like, I guess that's one silver lining. Like, it was only one point. But now you're down almost at the seven-minute mark, and you're still down by 14, and the expectation is for him to be the savior. Like, okay, now you're down 14. Make your magic. 
my thing is this. He's at he was at 30 minutes at the beginning of the quarter. He was at 30 minutes. He played 34 minutes for the game, and that's typically what he plays, 34, 35 minutes a game. At some point, if you want to win ball games, you are going to have to play Trey Young close to 40 minutes in a game. I understand, look, it's the end of the, you know, end of a road trip, yada yada yada. Listen, you're not on the back to back. Trey's a young boy. Play that boy uh, closer to 40 minutes if you got to, if you want to win this ball game. You played on Yucca 37 minutes. You know, of course, he was pretty much the only center on, <laughs> on the roster. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Trey's young. You can, you, can, you can afford to burn him every now and again. Now, you don't want to do it all the time. But sometimes you need to give him more minutes. He comes in at the seven-minute mark down by four, and you just waiting like ain't nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. Like if he comes in and plays, if he comes in, you can even come, you can bring him in and then take him back out. You know, if he, if you see he's gas, you know, give him a rest for like, give him a blow around the four-minute mark, three-minute mark. Use a to be creative. Like they're not doing anything different. It is the exact same rotations, no adjustments, and that is why fans are upset. Like, fans can handle losing. Like, you can handle losing, but it's how you lose. Like, you do, you're, there's no adjustments being made as far as when these guys come in. It's very robotic, and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good. Like, to me, it doesn't look good. And I'm just the one that analyzed the game. So, you know... I, you're down 14 in the fourth, seven minutes left. You know, what did you want him to do? What do you want him to do? So, in the fourth quarter, it was pretty much just trading baskets. It was just trading baskets. It, it was not really a lot to write. It wasn't even really a, a lot of notes to take. Just trading baskets. And, and and the Clippers were perfectly fine with doing so. You trading bad. Oh, we'll trade baskets with you. They weren't getting no stops. Again, they weren't getting no stops. Just trading baskets, trading baskets. We'll trade baskets with you. We'll trade baskets with you. Twenty points to twenty points in the fourth quarter, ball game. That's how it ends. And so you have the same rinse and repeat problems with the Hawks. You got a no-name guy. No disrespect to Amir Coffee, but you let a guy named Amir Coffee go off for twenty-one points. You don't get enough stops. You win one of the quarters. Trey Young sits a little bit longer than you would like in the fourth quarter, and you lose the ball game. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. You get outshot by three, 36% to 26%. You get outshot by two, 44% to 47%. What I mean, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. I'm frustrated, and I'm not even necessarily like a diehard fan like some of y'all are. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it just is what it is. Hawks lose 106-93, to 93, fall to 17-22, and 22, and uh, we're going to take another quick break. On the other side, man, I'm going to see what you guys had to say about tonight's game. You know, we're going to hear the voice of the fan. I want to get y'all's perspective in here. And we'll see what you guys had to say. But you're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, presented by Minute Media Podcast Network. I am your host, Edub. We'll be right back. All right, folks, as we start to land this ship, 
called the Hawks Beat Podcast. Uh, let's go in here what you guys had to say. Uh, I know there were a lot of people watching uh, the Hawks game, so let's see if you guys had some things to say about tonight's game. Again, if you're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, make sure you're following the Hawks Beat, and um, you'll be abreast, and, and you can uh, interact with us. I'll try to read some of your tweets online, I mean on the podcast, if you interact with us. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So let's hear what the fans had to say about tonight's game. My guy, DJ Yogi, said it's the same thing every night. Hey, my brother. Appreciate you for checking us out, as always. That's one of my guys. Uh, Like I said, it's the same thing. I feel like I'm doing the same podcast. And I apologize if they start to sound the same. But they playing the same. They're making the same mistakes. Doing the same thing. Making the same problems over and over again. You know? Yeah. So, I appreciate... uh, Yogi for checking us out. Sam Clemens at McWaney on Twitter said, I think it's time to start hitting the Sim Lottery tab on Tankathon. Tankathon.com. <laughs> Some of y'all don't know about Tankathon.com. Tankathon is, of course, a simulator for the draft and the lottery. And Hawks fans were heavy on that back in the day, man, especially when Zion was coming out. Uh, yeah, man. So. Uh, appreciate you for checking this out. Mitchell Andrews on Twitter said, we have some injury-prone players and a step slow. Yeah, and of course, I, I believe he's talking about Cam Reddish, who played all of maybe three minutes before going to the locker room, checking out the game. Uh, that ankle is giving him fits. It's giving him fits. And uh, I'll just say this, man. Like, I... I I don't know what else to say about the injuries, about any of this, because your best availability to your team is being available. It's being available. All the potential and everything that you may have don't mean a thing if you ain't on the court. And I know guys don't purposely want to get injured. But it is what it is. And at some point, we're just going to have to say these guys are too injury prone to keep moving forward. Let me say that again. At some point, you're going to have to say, you know what? These guys are too injury prone to keep moving forward. And the reason I say that is not because I dislike any of these guys. It's nothing personal. But when you have a superstar like Trey Young, you only have a small window to win a championship. You can be good for a while. You can be good for a long time. But as far as winning a championship, you have a very small window. And I think the Hawks realize that they're kind of in that window right now. So Travis has to make some tough decisions. I don't know what they're going to be. I haven't even really looked at who, you know, that's like a whole nother podcast. That's coming, but just not right now. Reggie's World said, make a trade, Travis Slink. <laughs> Thanks, Reg, for checking this out. Uh, Fred Charles at Lil Spud 4 on Twitter said, we have a coaching problem. We are doing the same thing over and over without any adjustment. Hey, man, you can run this podcast. 
<laughs> you can run this podcast. That's the same thing I've been saying, Brother Fred. That's the same thing I've been saying. You see it. I see it. You know? And last but not least, uh, Mandy H. on Twitter uh, said, we are sorry. So, fans are, are, are upset. They're disappointed. They want to see their team win. You know, this is a very passionate Hawks fans base. Very passionate team. I mean, very passionate fan base. And they just want to see their guys win. They want to see a good product onto the court. And I don't necessarily blame them, especially if they're paying money to go to these games, you know, supporting this team. And uh, everyone just wants to see them perform. Everyone just wants to see them perform. My final takeaways are simply this. And, I, and I've said them throughout. I've said them throughout. Um, at what point do you just get mad and be like, you know what? Like, enough is enough. I know. Clint has made a uh, made a, uh, a speech in the room in the locker room a while back. Lou Will said something about staying together. Some of the veterans are starting to come together and speak out a little bit more. But at one point, you just be like, "Damn, man, let me let me square up with this dude. Let me just you know, let me put hands on him, make sure he don't get around me." You know what I mean? And like I said in my last podcast, either you can't do it, you don't want to do it. Or you don't got the personnel to do it. Which is it? Which is it? I don't know. I don't know. But going forward, uh, the Hawks have, I guess you can call this good news. Hawks have 10 of their next 12 games at home. That's a good thing because you'd rather be at home than, you know, not at home. The unfortunate part is Hawks are 8 and 9 at home. And I think they're currently riding that home game losing streak. You guys come home, Hawks have to handle business. They have to handle business at home. Uh, you had a chance to go three and three on the roadie, which would have been ideal, but you know, two and four isn't a death sentence, but three and three would have been much better. But listen, you come home out of these ten out of these next ten home games, you gotta win at least six or seven of them. Got to. <clears throat> I don't care who coming in your building. Six or seven at least. That's what you need to do. And now it's not even about, oh, we got a, you know, we, a playoff seed. You're trying to make the play-in now. We'll talk about seeds later. You're trying to make the play-in. Because right now you're not even in the play-in. So that's what's coming up for the pipe, uh, down the pipe for the Hawks. Their next game is Wednesday. Let me pull up my calendar real quick just to make sure. Next game is Wednesday versus the Miami Heat here in Atlanta. Um, following that, you will have the Miami Heat on Friday. That will be in Miami. Then you have the Knicks coming to town on Saturday in State Farm Arena. So that is what the, the week is looking like for the Hawks. Heat, Heat, and Knicks. And uh, hopefully you can grab two of those. Two out of those next three. Definitely want to get that Knicks game. I know Trey's going to be fired up for that one. But uh, just had to wait and see, man. Still a lot of basketball left. It's not, uh, it's not time to jump off the ship. But uh, it's time to, <laughs> to look up and see where those life jackets are. <laughs> but 
But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out the Hawksbeat podcast. Remember to subscribe to the pod. Give us five stars. Let us know what you love about the show, what you hate about the show. We would greatly appreciate it. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to get to know him, find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.